Want to know how to start a podcast and record for free? I use the Anchor app. Anchor distributes your podcast quickly and free. And guess what? You can also make money from your podcast. You can record and edit your podcast from your phone anytime and anywhere. Everything you need to make a great and successful podcast. Just download the free Anchor app or you could go to anchor.fm to begin. At least that's what I did. Hello, family. I'm back with another episode of Midnight Zone. As you can tell, I'm whispering because I'm in a closet hiding. But, say not for real, listen. Um, this your boy 4AM, and I'm back with another episode of Midnight Zone. Um, once again, I'm off schedule, but I've been getting a lot of texts and phone calls and, you know, everything. Y'all been asking for another episode, and I promise y'all, starting tomorrow night, I'm back on schedule. Uh, today's episode is going to be a long one, and those who I've talked to over the last week know what this episode is going to be about, well, at least majority of the episode. We're going to talk about religion. We're going to talk about why you should keep zodiac signs in mind when you're meeting new people and or dating, and we're also going to talk about, I don't fucking know, I'm going to wing it, but y'all going to enjoy it. With that being said, let's jump into Christianity. Uh, Corey asked me the other day, yo, why you go so hard on Christians? You don't never talk about Islam and, you know, things like that. And I told him, I said, the difference between a Christian and a Muslim is most Muslims don't force their religion down your throat. And again, I was a Muslim from the time I was eight until I say about 23 I say, all right, so from the time I was eight till about 2017, I forgot how old I was that year. But, you know, and I'll say this. I say Muslims are very welcoming. They're very warm when you talk to them. They're very informative. They're very real. Uh, They aren't, like, when you talk to a Muslim, you don't get the same fear that you get when you talk to a Christian or pastor or deacon or bishop or whatever or you know or a mother of the church especially them you don't get that sense of judgment um <clears throat> muslims look at a lot of young people as if they're lost which a lot of us are lost so if i had to choose a religion it would be islam now granted i was raised in a christian household um my whole life even when i was muslim there was still some things of uh, Christianity that I believed in or that I touched in. Um, I was a Sunni Muslim. I wasn't with the Nation of Islam. And my 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 mother's father was a church. I'm going to say with a church. He was a pastor, a deacon, a bishop, whatever. Yeah, he was a bishop, you know, uh, Bishop Ward. Um, I have cousins in New Jersey, North Carolina, Virginia that have churches one of my cousins actually owns a mega church in uh, North Carolina. He so Christianity and you know in like the word of quote unquote as y'all call it, the word of God runs all through my family. Uh, so I grew up, you know, in a very Christian household and family. So with that being said, am I religious? Fuck no, hell to the fucking no. Do I believe in? Uh, do I believe in Christianity? Double fuck no. 
Um, does Christianity make sense? Three fuck knows. Um, what made me stop believing in religion? Because none of it makes sense. I'm a realist. If you know me, you know I only speak with the facts. I only come with information. If it ain't the facts, I won't speak on it. And if I don't know, I'll ask you to inform me more. Then I'll take whatever bit of information you gave me and I'll do my research. And if it comes up that you were wrong and it's something else, that's what I'll go off of what I researched. So that being said, when we talk about Christianity and why I stopped believing it was because I don't know. I just know one day, you know, after my house fire, when I was homeless, I just said, fuck Jesus. And, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not here to offend any listeners if you are listening. But I was I was I was I was angry. I lost everything. So I'm like, fuck Jesus. Uh, A couple of days later, I met uh, Miss Nisi and who was who was my spiritual advisor. And I had went back down to my neighborhood when my house got fired. And I was like, you know, remember, we were just talking to Miss Nisi. We were just talking to her. And we were just talking about life and how I'm stressed out and how, you know, at the time, my house caught fire in 2017. So I read the Bible every night up until my house fire. Every night I read a scripture from the Bible. I had a little Bible app on my phone and all of that. And I said to her, um, and she said, fuck Jesus. She said, fuck religion. Now, Miss Nisi was a pastor. She was, she was in church. She was a pastor. And she converted to spirituality and she started breaking down the elements of the earth and comedic spirituality and breaking it down. Now, I don't want to go too far left because we're talking about uh, Christianity. That's what made me. I don't know what made me stop believing. I guess the anger that I had for I was at the time I was doing everything right. What the fuck? So I said, you know, I said, fuck religion. And once I started studying spirituality, I realized all of the contradictions in the Bible. I realized um, how the Bible <clears throat> supports pedophilia, how the Bible is nothing but parables. And some of us actually worship Jesus Christ or the Virgin Mary when the all of that shit is nothing but allegories. So what I want to start off with y'all today, for those who get mad at me on social media when I make my posts and my statements about the Bible, I got some scriptures here that I want to read you guys and I want to read you the contradictions of the Bible. With that being said, <coughs> we will start off with how the Bible plagiarized comedic spirituality. And with that being said, we could start with the 42 laws of Mott versus the Ten Commandments. The 42 laws of Mott are 42 divine principles that you should live by, such as, um, you know, I have not tainted drinking water. I have not stolen food from a child. I have not, you know, things that you just shouldn't do, like morals. With I can, I'll, you know, I'll read, I'll Google um, <clears throat> the laws of Mott just to give you guys a sense of, you know, to give you all an idea. Okay, so right here we have, um, I have not stolen, I have not slain men or women, I have not stolen food, I have not swindled offerings, I am not deceitful, I have not stolen anyone's land, white people, um, I have not polluted the water, 
I have not worked evil. I have not felt sorrow without reason. A lot of you motherfuckers walk around here talking about y'all depressed for no reason. You're not depressed. Ain't shit wrong with you. You just walk around feeling that way. Just I don't fucking know why, but ain't nothing wrong with you. Just shit ain't going your way and you don't like that. Um, I have not disobeyed the law. I have not told lies. I have not taken food from a child. I have not been angry without reason. I have not overstepped my boundaries of concern. A lot of y'all mamas do that, but that was another podcast. Overstepping boundaries and then want to mask it with, oh, I was concerned. No, you're crossing boundaries and you're being disrespectful. So then when you look at the uh, the Ten Commandments, we have thou shall not kill, thou shall not commit adultery, etc. So you see, if you do, your, and I'm not giving y'all too much game because I'm let y'all do y'all own research after y'all listen when you google the 42 laws of Mott versus the 10 commandments or the 10 commandments versus the 42 laws of Mott and those who can't spell Mott it's M-A hyphen A-T um you'll see the difference between the two and you'll see how uh the 42 laws of Mott was written thousands of years before the bible you feel what I'm saying so Yes, the Bible took from comedic spirituality. Why? Because of the simple fact that when you look up when the Bible was written, it was written 325 AD by Emperor Constantine in the Council of Nicaea. Then if you look up 4,000 years before that, you had things such as, uh, you know, you had like the whole like the original Holy Trinity. When you had um, Isis, uh, who was it? It was Isis, um, Horus, and I believe it was Osiris, I believe. And, you know, you have those type of things. So when you just do your research, you'll see that. So if you Google the, the Holy Trinity, Isis and Horus and things like that, you'll see. Um, yeah, Isis, Horus and Osiris. You'll see where the quote unquote Holy Trinity come from. Um, with that being said, I want to jump into some of these contradictions that some of y'all have cussed me out for. Um, some of y'all have blocked me for. Some of y'all have reported me for. I'm going to read them to you because we're going to talk about um, the contradictions of the Bible. Like we could do. Hold on one second. I'm pulling up my pulling up my actual factuals. Like we could talk about. uh Genesis, and I hope y'all listening, Genesis 32.30 says, I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. Now, we're going to look at what preserved mean. What does preserved mean? Maintain something in its original or existing state. Okay. That's Genesis 32.30. He said, I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. Then we could go to John 1.18 and it says, no man has seen God at any time. That is a contradiction. Because if we go to, what's that? Psalms 82.6, it say, <clears throat> ye are God, children of the most high. I paraphrase that a little bit. If y'all want me to be technical and literal like the way y'all do, um, let me pull that scripture up. One second. It says, where we at? Am I almost there? Am I almost there? Wait, did I scroll past it? 
Okay, yeah. So it says, I have said ye are gods and all of you are children of the Most High. But yet, if we like I say, we look at the Bible and say, I have seen God face to face. That That is a contradiction. No matter how deep or no matter how much more you read, you still got to go back to that contradiction. Now, if we go to the next uh, contradiction in the Bible, we could talk about circumcision. And the Bible say, um, every man child among you shall be circumcised. That is Gen- that is Genesis 17.10. We go to Galatians 5.2. If ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. Meaning that if you're if you're if a man is uncircumcised, I'm sorry, if a man is circumcised, he shall get no blessings from Christ. But yet you just told me in the beginning of the book, every man child among the earth shall be circumcised. Now that's a contradiction. Now my thing is, there's so many people out here who take this book serious, but your pastor, your granny, and everybody will skip over. The contradictions because it'll raise too many eyebrows. It'll 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 raise too many questions. A lot of y'all have questions, but a lot of y'all believe in Christianity out of fear. A lot of y'all believe in Christianity out of fear. Y'all don't believe in Christ because it's the right thing to do. Y'all believe because y'all scared to go to hell. When in actuality, hell and heaven is a state of mind. Like you have to, uh, uh, you have to be able to obtain your lower demons and your higher angel in layman's turn. Like you have to be able to balance out both, and that's when you'll find true peace. But then the Bible says, paraphrasing, as it is in heaven, it is on earth. So you got pedophiles and shit up there. Like it's murder up there. It's crime up there. So for you to say. You know, as it is in heaven, you know, so I'm saying as it is on earth, so shall it be in heaven. Again, I'm paraphrasing. That's fucked up. That's very fucked up. But a lot of y'all believe that. A lot of y'all believe God is coming back. A lot of y'all really believe that he's going to come back. Now, if I want to be funny a little bit, right? What about the um, when people talk about the uh, the all-seeing eye? The all-seeing eye. I'm going to get into that right after I say this. Because... When y'all, cause, because when we talk about how Christ is coming back, Christ died for your sins, but he coming back to kill you for sin and make that make sense. You're going to pay for the same sins that he died for. But where they get you at and where them slick talking ass pastors, where they get you at, they say God gave us free will. So motherfucker, if you gave me free will, I should be able to do what the fuck I want. Why should I have to pay for the repercussions that you created? You created sin. You did. Because where the fuck it come from if you're the creator of all? Now, now, if we're going to tap into the all-seeing eye, your all-seeing eye is your intuition. It is your, it is your, quote-unquote, something told me or something telling me. Like, I've been driving somewhere, and you like, something telling me turn left. That is your third eye. Well, that's part of your third eye where... Now, all of us ain't have it because some of y'all just too far, too far gone to be able to tap into it. But it's your penile gland, your penile gland, your penile, how the fuck y'all want to pronounce it, it's your penile gland, it's your third eye. All of us have it. Uh, that's why they put, uh, 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 what is it, fluoride in the drinking water so it can weaken your third eye. 
And that's why you hear people say, oh, I drink alkaline water and things like that. Because, you know, that tap water, they fuck you up. They want to do everything to keep you from knowing who you are. Um, And the reason why that, and that's why they gave you Christianity. My thing is, the Bible, like, religion teaches you, any religion that teaches you to love your enemy was created by your enemy. You got to think about it. The, the Bible blamed black folk for the reason why we're slaves. Because we didn't listen to God. And uh, basically it said you'll be back to the four corners of the earth, stripped of everything, get to um, your spirituality, your native tongue, etc., etc. That's fucked up. So you blaming me for not believing in God. But yet again, I said the Bible was created 325 A.D., which was... After, which was Anandamini, which is a time period, you know, just like we, we got like, you know, you know, like the, uh, you know, like the uh, the 21st century, we had Anandamini. It's not after death. Anandamini was a time period. So the Bible was created during that time. And if, and if we take a step further to 1524, when the letter J was created, because a lot of y'all believe Jesus exists. And I'm not done with the contradictions. I'm a dip and dabble in them because I don't want to do that too much. A lot of y'all, well, we can talk about the letter J and how that didn't exist as a letter until 1524. So if the letter J didn't exist until 1524, who was Jesus? Who was Jesus? We could say, oh, Yeshua and all that other bullshit. Yeah, that's what, yeah, okay. But the Christians wasn't calling them that. They, they wasn't calling. Y'all wasn't exactly. Christians wasn't calling them Yeshua. Y'all wasn't calling them that back then. And that's how they get you right there. Oh, his name was Yeshua. No, no, no. His name was nothing because he didn't exist. Um, I can tell you what was called Jesus. One of the first slave ships that set sail uh, 45 years after the letter J existed called Jesus. And when they came to pick our ass up, when that slave ship brought us to America... The only thing we seen was Jesus. So when Massa would tell us, oh, Jesus coming back to get y'all, take y'all back to, you know, take y'all back home. Y'all think Jesus coming back to get us is a motherfucking, is some type of day of reckoning. No, that's a fucking ship taking you back to the motherland. I'm going to repeat that. When they tell you Jesus coming back, it is not the return of the Messiah. It is, and I quote, the slave ship coming back to get you. Though that slave ship was destroyed, um, which should tell you Jesus ain't coming back. It should that should really tell you that. So what about when they talk about this, the um, like Jesus walking on water? Jesus walking on water is two things. We can look at it like that motherfucking ship sliding across the water to come get our ass, or we can look at the real aspect of it where. When you look at the sunrise and how you can see the the glare from the sun across the water, like going across the water, that's where Jesus walked across the water because, again, they call him the son of God. But Oh, the son walking on water. water. Yeah, or, but they call Christ the son of God. But if you look at the sun in the sky, which gives everything on life, I mean, everything on earth life, it heals everything. Like, black folk need to get outside every day and, you know, get some sunlight. It gives you vitamins. You have melanin. It recharges you. The sun gives you everything you need. So, that being said, 
if I read from my notes right here, it says the true son of God, the light of the world that gives life to everything on earth. The son of God has come back to you every day. Every morning you wake up, what's in the sky? The sun, whether or not it's cloudy or not, you see that sun peeking through. So isn't that what um, a moon rod is? Yeah, um, a moon rod is the unseen sun god. So that is another um, Egyptian god. Um, god. He, he's the well, he, he's one of the the, uh, the uh, gods of Egypt. A moon rod, you know, the unseen sun god. Um, he he understood the way the sun worked, and <clears throat> my thing with black people in America is, I understand we were conditioned to think a certain way, but. If you really think about it, or if you really break it down, bro, don't none of y'all want to learn about where y'all come from because a lot of y'all really forget that y'all are African. I know y'all are born here, but y'all are descendants of Africa, which wasn't called Africa. That wasn't until a white man conquered it and uh, Leo Africanist, which is actually called Kemet. And you have other shit like Ethiopia, the Red Sea tribe. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm going to say Africa because that's a little deep and a lot of y'all don't know about that. Um... And I don't have enough time to break all this shit down. But again, um, Africa is where a lot of us are from. Uh, A lot of us don't really let that shit marinate. You're African. You were just taken from there. Oh, sorry. Somewhere along your bloodline, you were taken from home and brought to another country to work and slave and be beat and raped and lynched and killed stabbed and shot for free um give y'all a couple more of these contradictions we could talk about incest Deuteronomy 27 22 curse be he that lie down with his sisters the daughter of his father or the daughter of his mother I'm gonna say that again whoever fucked their sister or their brother on their mother's side or their daddy's side you shall be cursed. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. That is twenty. That is Deuteronomy 27, 22. He who fuck his brother or sister shall be cursed. Deuteronomy 27, 22. Leviticus 2017 says, If a man shall fuck his sister, his father, daughter, or his mother, daughter, it is a wicked thing. But let's scroll back to the beginning of the Bible, to Genesis 20, 11 to 12, when Abraham fucked Sarah and God gave her a son because she couldn't have no children. But God said, <clears throat> as for Sarah, your wife, I bless her and give her the son. That's Genesis 17, 15 through 16. So Abraham can marry and fuck his sister and it's okay. But if I want to dig in my sister in it, I shall be cursed. Though I don't want to do that. That's not the point. The point is, the point is, (laughs) I can't do it. I had a slight little joke in there. I ain't want y'all to hear this and think this podcast is too serious. Um, The next contradiction is, we could talk about temptation, which every man has. You see, like, you know, you walking down the street, see that big old red ass, and you want to... And you want to see that thing. You want to be stoking and watching that thing farting. You stoking and farting. And knowing you got a girlfriend at home. That's called temptation. You are tempted by the booty. But James 1.13 says, Let no man say, quote unquote, paraphrase it, God 
has tempted him. God cannot tempt with evil. Now, let me read the actual scripture. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil. Evil, Neither tempteth he any man. I didn't want to read it like that because a lot of y'all can't understand that shit. So, let me break it down one more time. Let no man say, I have been tempted by God because God do not tempt any man or he does not tempt any man with evil. That is James 1.13. But let's go on back to the beginning of the Bible. See how there's so many chapters in the Bible. Genesis tells you everything right there. But the more you read that big ass book, you forget the shit that was said two, three chapters prior. It say, and it came to pass after these things that God indeed did tempt Abraham. Genesis 22.1. I'm going to repeat that. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham. But if we go on forward, couple couple chapters, couple to, you know, couple books forward, it say, let no man say God tempted him. Because God cannot be tempted with evil, nor can God tempt any man. Yeah, okay. That ain't what Abraham said. <clears throat> we can we can move forward. And we could talk about uh, what's the next one I want. I want to jump into. What's another one I want to jump into for y'all? Uh, what's it? Two Kings, six twenty-eight. Hold on one second. Okay, hold on one second. Two Kings. Let me type that in in my little Bible. Let me type. Go on, type that in right there. Cause y'all see, y'all be thinking I would just be talking on the side of my neck. So we're going to say two kings. Okay. What is it? 628. Six. Okay. 28. Where that thing at? Where that thing at that I be tapping with that thing? Oh, there we go. 28. There we go. So, <clears throat> here we go. Here we have two kings, 628. Oh, shit. You didn't tell me what this scripture was. <laughs> this the one where the motherfucker ate their sons. Okay, yeah, the Bible uh, uh, condones uh, cannibalism. cannibalism. When it say right here, basically, I'm not ready to read this long ass scripture, but I'm gonna break it down for y'all. A lady was crying on the side of the road, um, and basically, she was crying out to God, and she seen the king. The king stopped to talk to her, uh, and basically, they came to conclusion that the woman said, "Give up your son, so we may eat him today." And tomorrow we will eat my son. The king said, so we cooked my son and ate him. The next day I said to her, give up your son so we may eat him. But she had hit him. The king, and this is two kings, six, 28 through 29. A lady somehow persuaded a man to eat his son. And I'm not talking about he ate no skeet. I'm talking about he ate a full-fledged human being. being. He cooked that motherfucker down. The same shit they used to do to slaves and the same shit they did to Nat Turner. They cooked him down to a fucking stew and and they ate that nigga. But that's another podcast topic. I'm not going to give y'all that today. Uh, The king and this lady ate the king's son. 
And then he said, she said, tomorrow we're going to eat my son. When it came down for her to sacrifice her son and eat her son, she didn't want to do that. She hit him. The king got pissed off and said, so help me, God, if I'm lying, if her son ain't, if her son hid not on my plate by the end of the day, God can strike me right now. That is a nasty thing that the Bible condones. Um, a lot of y'all may not want to read into that because y'all may want to try to, but we got to see what it meant. What was the message? But ain't no fucking message. It's right there, plain in sight. They, the, the, the Bible promotes cannibalism. Now, if we want to go a step forward, and if we want to talk about uh, what the fuck is that one where it said uh, slaves obey your earthly masters? Oh yeah, Ephesians. Ephesians six five. What you laughing at? Ephesians. Ephesians. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with respect and fear, and with the sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. You let a motherfucker whack my back with a whip and think I'm <laughs> sincerely in my fucking heart. Yo, you know what's crazy? You no, know, I never read that sincerity on the heart line. I always stop it. Obey your earthly masters. With, with the respect and fear But niggas said Have sincerity in your heart While they whacking your back With that thick ass rope And y'all really okay with that Now We can talk about how God says in the Bible He is the only master And he is a jealous God What earthly masters would I have And why would you allow man to think that he is a master If you're the only master Secondly if you are Secondly if you are the creator And the most high You are God The all seeing The almighty Nothing in the world can destroy you Nothing in the world You are just so powerful Fuck you get jealous for If you know your position Why are you tweaking Like Hey now Let that shit go Like come on But y'all But y'all be believing in that now we could talk about Now we could go back Cause I'm gonna keep giving y'all this one scripture When they say uh, Ye are gods um, 82.6 Ye are gods and children of the most high If you wanna Now hold on We can say If you google what ye means Y-E in the bible means you You are a god And all of you are children of the most high That's Psalms 82.6 And I'm going to keep saying that Um, Give me some more contradictions I could type up for them Because I ain't playing with them today Did you already do um, Deuteronomy Which one? 2722 I think I did Deuter- Yeah, I did that I did that I did that I think I ran through them already That's crazy Um, No, 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 no. Yeah, that's when the nigga uh, Yeah, I did that Okay, so we can move forward then I gave y'all the contradictions Again, y'all have a rewind, fast forward, and pause button. Y'all don't believe me? Look, look, y'all can look it up yourself. Um, we can talk about how the Bible promotes pedophilia, and what I mean by the Bible promotes pedophilia, I don't need no Google research. Well, y'all can do y'all research. I've done mine, plenty of it. We can talk about how. <clears throat> what the fuck is this? Oh, we can talk about how. Mary, the Virgin Mary. Oh, that Virgin word. How she was thirteen years old, between thirteen and fifteen. I was. Well, I, what did Virgin really mean back then? Um, what Virgin meant back then was we have to look at the Bible from Greek and and I and I learned this. You have to look at 
uh, when you read the Bible, you got to read it from Greek and Latin syntax because that's what languages they spoke, especially where it was written. So the word virgin in Greek syntax means unmarried woman. So all of y'all out here for a long time thinking that y'all special because y'all are virgin. A lot of y'all still virgins because y'all are unmarried. So um, having sex does not make you having not having sex does not it does not make you a virgin but being unmarried makes you a virgin because you gotta look at it big marriage is a ritual which means you're taking on that person's past present and future till death do us part um that's what the word uh virgin meant in the bible just like when it said Joseph was her husband. If we go deep into the Bible and the word husband in Greek syntax, if you study Greek syntax, husband means um, elder, older, because Joseph was, and I'm going to give y'all a nice little gap to do y'all research, do y'all homework on. Joseph was between 30 and 90. If Mary was 13, Mary came to Joseph and said, I am pregnant with the Holy Spirit. You let a bitch walk up to me and say, hey, babe, I'm pregnant. It ain't true. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, okay. He bought that shit. So since Joseph bought that shit, nowhere in the Bible did it say they that their marriage was in back during those times in order to really basically solidify a marriage, y'all had to consummate. That means he had to dig up in them inners. Joseph grown all Kelly ass ain't dig up and marry little 13 year old innards. Why? Because they were never married. He was just her elder. So when they said husband in Greek syntax, it means technically elder, older guy. Basically, just to let it be known that Joseph wasn't no 13, 14, 15 year old dude. He was a grown ass man. So again, study Greek and Latin syntax when you read the Bible because you cannot read it from just an English uh, perspective because we words translate over time and things like that. That being said, the Bible promotes pedophilia and technically Christ was not as holy because since Joseph and Mary wasn't married, that made her a whore because she's out fucking and God said, well, let me put uh, what they call him, the Messiah, the savior of the world and the belly of a baby. Now, at 13, she really can't uh, breastfeed like that because certain things just ain't growing, you know. Her nipples were still rudimentary. Yeah, like her, her nipples were still rudimentary, so she really couldn't breastfeed. And I highly doubt, and I could bet my last dollar, I highly doubt they had Similac back during those times. So she couldn't go down to the corner store and get no Similac. So that being said... You know what? Since it never happened, they probably did. Yeah, since it never happened, they probably she probably did get her wick check and go get some Similac. But it's like, if you think about it, none, none, none of it makes sense. Why would God put His holy, special child in the belly of a child? That sounds kind of pedophilic, don't you think? Um, the Bible promotes pedophilia because it says right here. If, hold on, if a man, hold on, if a man rapes, 
Uh, hold on. I think this is it right here. Yeah. Here we go. Um, it says, and this shit kind of fucks me up. But if in the open country, a man meets a young woman who is betrothed and the man sizes her and rapes her, then he must marry her. He must pledge to be married to her. If he don't, he must die. Now, hold on one second. Let me pull up the second part of that. Because that was Deuteronomy 22 through 25. Hold on, y'all, because I'm pulling that shit up. Because I I, I need y'all to understand the type of message that the Bible gives and the fact that black women and, and, and women don't understand... Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Where's that? Where's that? Passages. If a damsel that is a virgin be be betrothed unto an unto an oh I hate this word. Be betrothed unto a husband, and a man find her in a city and rape her. Then ye shall bring them both out into the gate of that city, and ye shall stone her with stones that she die. Because she did not cry. Now. One second. Here we go. If a man happens to meet. A virgin. Who is not pledged to be married. And rape her. And they are discovered. He shall pay her father. 50 shekels of silver. He must marry her. For he has violated her. For he can never divorce her as long as he lives. I know they could divorce back then. Now, now, how the fuck they divorce when they handle? Okay, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read that slower because this shit is fucked up, and black women really be 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 out here trying to fuss with me about the Bible when the Bible promoting nigga taking your innards. Deuteronomy twenty-two to twenty. Blah, blah, blah. Deuteronomy twenty-two through twenty-eight through twenty-nine says. If a man meet a virgin and she ain't, and you know, she ain't engaged. And if he rape her and if, and if he get caught in the act of raping her, he shall pay her father 50 shekels of silver, which means fellas, we can go out here and rape bitches. Just do it discreetly. Just, just make sure don't nobody catch you. So you ain't got to pay that bag to her daddy. It's basically what it's saying. Do I, con- do I condone rape? No, I do not. That is my disclaimer. I do not condone rape. Do I think rape is okay? No, I do not. Do I think rape is funny? No, I don't. I'm reading out of the Bible that so many of you dick suck. With that being said, that is Deuteronomy 28, 22 through 28 through 29. All in all, I want to talk about religion today because... I've been having so many talks about it and so many of y'all been texting me and calling me and asking when the episode coming out. I had to get all my facts up for y'all because I just didn't want to go off the top and just talk. I wanted to give y'all key points and pinpoint where y'all can do your own research and you can look it up. Now, a lot of y'all gonna hear this 
and go ask your mothers and your fathers. But understand, your mommy and daddy has been brainwashed and have been beat to believe that this is true. So, unless your mommy and daddy is willing to call me and talk, and I break it down for them, please don't come into my text messages, inboxes, or matter of fact, do tag me so I can embrace the shit out you on social media. All I'm saying is, I I have another question. Um, mm-hmm. Why do they say that you're not supposed to question God or Jesus or whatever? So that's kind of getting into like slavery, which wasn't a topic. But if we're gonna talk about it, fuck it, I just wing it. Um, they say you're not supposed to question God because you got to understand we're spiritual people, and that's the reason why we go so hard for religion. They say that we're not supposed to question God because they because they understand that once you start putting two and two together, like I did right here, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, seventeen different contradictions from the Bible, all different uh, passages, uh, all different books, Psalms, Exodus, two Kings. Uh, what that collisions, uh, collisions, two kings, another two kings, Genesis, Matthew, uh, another Matthew, another Genesis, Galatians, Deuteronomy, Leviticus, Genesis, Genesis, James, Exodus. So I have all of these contradictions from the very Bible that people get up out their bed every Sunday and go and go read, which they're not supposed to get up on Sunday. It should be Saturday. Yes, yeah, Sabbath. Um, and back to my point, if we start asking questions like this. And if more people jump on the train of, okay, that shit don't make no sense. And if more people started studying African spirituality or let alone just started studying where they come from, we are the only race. African-Americans are the only group of people who don't know about their history of their ancestors. Like I told you earlier, we was in here talking when I said, um... So many of us don't don't even really know who our great 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 grandparents is because you gotta understand if two slaves had a baby and that baby was between was a newborn to the age of five, that child then was taken from those two parents. We can say the parents' names was Kizzy and Jack. And I use Kizzy because of roots and I think Jack was a very common uh, African a black name back during those times. Uh, we can say, let's say, take a baby from those two, and let's say that, oh shit, that's Corey grandparents' name. I don't want to use that. I take that back. I just realized that was Corey grandparents' name. That's crazy. I wouldn't even think about that. I wouldn't think about that. My bad, Corey. Um, we could use um, Michael and Mary. There we go. Michael and we can use Michael and Mary and we can say that they took their baby from, you know, from those, you know, from Michael and Mary. Took them from Florida all the way to fucking Mississippi or Alabama or Atlanta or wherever or Texas. Took them to a, you know, uh, plantation there. That child five months old, that child never knew their parents. Five months, you never knew who your parents were. So they give them to a random slave, and that slave, and that meemaw, that mammy, whatever you want to call it, it raises that child. That child believes, and if that, and if that mammy didn't tell that child, I'm not your real mother, they brought you here, that child will then believe that that mammy was their mother. Take on that, take on that mammy's name and everything like that, or the slave mother's name, of course, but it will know the history of that mammy and not his real parents. Now, I said that child's name was Jesse. And Jesse grew up to meet uh, 
Sally. And Jesse and Sally, uh, and I say Sally was those two, was, was, was those two slaves' other child that they had after they took Jesse. You now fucking your sister, and you don't even know it because you never knew where you came from. So my point is, it's sad as shit. So when we look at religion and when Christianity was brought to us, and again, if we remember that I said in the beginning of the podcast, it was the Christian religion was created 325 AD by Emperor Constantine in the Council of Nicaea and I think it was like 318 or 319 uh, Roman Catholic bishops uh, that they that they sat down and they told us what the Bible was. They 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 they, they took different you know different scenarios and they basically gave us the Bible. Um, nobody believed that shit after they made the Bible. So what Constantine did was he said, you know what? Since you motherfuckers don't believe it, I'm gonna force y'all to believe it. So he who don't believe in the Bible shall die. He who won't say that they are Christian, well, let's go back to the Bible. Uh, Paul, Saul, whatever the fuck you want to call it, nigga. He was going around killing Christians in the Bible. Why? Because being called a Christian was a offensive thing, like being called a nigger. Like an insult. It was an insult, yes, in the Bible. So, Constantine, niggas wasn't calling themselves Christians. So he would pour hot metal down the throats of people who would not speak out and say that they are Christians. He, he would behead and kill and torture people who did not believe in their religion. That's where, and you, could ha- and you couldn't have no public talks of religion in Rome. That's why now when you go to your job, they say you can't talk about religion. It offends some people. No, they're continuing to keep on that, uh, that forceful mindset of you can't talk about it because I could be the one that don't believe in the shit. And if I spark an idea like, yo, that shit don't make no sense, do it. And then you go home and tell your family. Then your family go home and tell some friends. And them friends, the word get passed along. For you know it, you have an uprising of black people who realize none of this shit makes sense. And realize this book has kept us as slaves. They didn't give y'all good food. They didn't give y'all good schools. They didn't give y'all good education. I said it already. They didn't give y'all nothing good. But they gave y'all the one religion... The one thing, but they gave y'all a good religion. The same religion that say, you know, love thy enemies. Why the fuck would I love my enemy? Because I ain't got to stoop down to their level. Is that why so many black folk nowadays got phones and a white man got the camera point and a white man got the gun pointed at them? Is that why? Is that why so many black folk are down at the hands of the police and motherfuckers recording it? It's 20 of y'all on one block. It's three cops. And 20 of y'all ain't jump on them three cops and fuck their ass up. Fuck it. They can't take all of us. But yet y'all stand there and y'all watch a nigga die while y'all got y'all phone out. And then instead of y'all, and then y'all put it on the internet, knowing that that video is going to stay on the internet forever so that individual who died at the hands of the police kids can go online and see that. See, my thing is, when you think about you got to think about we're just not at a physical War. We had a spiritual and a mental warfare. We are the only people who have been hoodwinked and bamboozled. We have we 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 are the only people who don't understand that everything they do is against us. A lot of us don't even understand that. You know, Christianity was created like you have the select parts of the Negro 
selects we have, we, I'm sorry, we have select parts of the Bible and it's a book written called Select Parts of the Holy Bible for the Negro Slave. I'm going to repeat that. There's a book called Select Parts of the Holy Bible for the Negro Slave. That's what Nat Turner, those are the selective parts that they gave Nat Turner to read to slaves to keep them in order, such as slaves obey your earthly masters um, with respect and fear and sincerity as your heart as you would do Christ. Um, Once Nat Turner realized, okay, the same motherfucking scriptures that's telling me to forgive and forget, if you read more, it contradicts itself and it tells me to fight back. That's why Nat Turner started that motherfucking revolt and killed all them slave masters. Why? Because he realized none of this shit makes sense. You know, he realized none of this shit makes sense. So once he realized, though, none of this shit makes sense, he said, yeah, it's time to slice and dice some heads because I've been reading this shit all wrong. So let me tell y'all who wrote that book. I'm going to get y'all the author because I, 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 like, I like giving y'all facts. Mm. The select parts. What? What'd you say? Nothing. Um, even though like Christianity like was used as a control factor and it still is today with that, oh, don't question God. If you question God, he gonna strike you down. If you don't question Christianity, you're not gonna question shit. You just gonna keep letting like other people think for you. I said fuck Jesus four years ago. And was fine. Um, ain't shit happened. I'm still here talking to y'all. And my thing is, like I said, I believe I said it. If I didn't say it, I'm going to say it. My thing with Christians is, especially, uh, my thing with Christians is this. If I were to sit down with a pastor, a bishop, a deacon, a first lady, a, a, a mother of the church, or any just regular member of the congregation... If I were to sit down with one of them and talk to them right now, and if I were to be saying what I'm saying, they would start to get disrespectful and they would start to judge me and tell me I'm going to hell and I got a demon in me. When in actuality, y'all are so sanctified or as holy as y'all are. If God touches his people the way that quote unquote Christians say he do, instead of you bashing and judging me, wouldn't you think the Holy Spirit would enter them and they would try to welcome in and and, and pull in this lost soul who's lost instead of disrespecting and using and abusing wouldn't they do that I mean that only makes sense to me that you would you know welcome in or bring in a lost soul who's lost and the Holy Spirit would take over you and somehow take over me and bring me in you realize every religion got a different God but the same devil mm. every religion got the same God but the same devil the devil's story never changes in no religion. Religion is an organized uh, fucking terrorist group, if, if I want to be literal. Now, back to that select parts of the Holy Bible. It is, uh, it is for the use of the Negro slaves. And it is, it wasn't, I don't see who it was written by, but it's a printed by Law and Gilbert. St. John Square, Clerkwell, 1807. Um, I'm not the type to sit up and talk about things that I'm not, again, that I don't have facts on. 
But y'all asked for it. Y'all been asking me. Y'all been DMing me. So we're going to talk about it. We we could talk about how the system was designed against us with, because you got to think about it. Homosexuality is okay, but yet polygamy isn't. Why? Something, you know, why is homosexuality okay and it gets and they get laws, but yet in America I can't marry two women. Why? Or she can't marry two men. It don't mean that those men have to touch. Those men, polygamy don't mean all three of y'all are together. It just means two of y'all are with that individual. And or if you get down like that, then yes, all three of y'all are together. But for the most part, what it was built on, because African spirituality did not condone or promote or think homosexuality was okay because it was unnormal. And and, and if we go back to Kemetic spirituality and to Egypt and to Kemet, People most of the time only had sex when it was to bear child, when they wanted to procreate. And that's why they gave us the onk, the eternal life. That's the penis, the ovaries. And, you know, it, it just showed us how you can constantly create. So when they say God is the only creator of life, that's, that's not true because the black woman creates life. She gives life. So when I say the black woman is God, that's a fact. Every man starts out as a woman. Every man, everybody starts out as a woman. Every man, yeah, think about how much black women have done throughout history. She so did do more than Jesus did. Name one person Jesus saved from slavery. I, well, y'all can leave. I told you, if y'all go to the Anchor app, y'all can leave me messages on here. Y'all can send me voice messages. Y'all can inbox me on Facebook. Y'all can deal me on Twitter. Instagram, Snapchat, my handles are right there. Shit, do I gotta put my phone number out there? Cause like y'all can hit me up and prove any and prove me wrong, but y'all can't. So when y'all hear it, y'all either gonna catch an attitude, not support me no more. Y'all gonna go ask y'all mama or y'all daddy, which is gonna tell y'all that I'm wrong, but they can't back it with no facts because most Christians own the only source of proof that Christians have is the Bible. When the Bible have no fucking dates in it. All it tells you is after death and before Christ. Which if you look at history. History does not lie. When you look at history. AD, BC, BCE, BCE before the common era. They knocked off the E and they gave you BC which is before Christ. You have Anna Domini. What they say is after death. All that shit is a lie. All that shit is a huge fucking lie. Uh, black people from Africa migrated all across the fucking globe. Uh, we were the first ones coming to America. Yes. But Christopher Columbus, you know, he knew the Africans been to America. So he told the Africans, take, take me to America. That's where I want to go. Right. And we showed him America. He went back to England, showed them a and show the motherfuckers where he from, what it was, what it is. If you look up the Moors, if you Google the Moors of Spain, you'll see black folk was in Spain first. If you look up Olmec and the Aztecs, you'll see that that motherfucker was not no fucking five foot two Mexican. He was a big ass African. If you look up the very first samurai, he was a black man in Asia. We can do all of that. Black people migrated. We are the original people. White folk ain't coming to fruition until what six, seven, eight thousand years ago. Black folk been here for damn near a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand years. 
and the Bible tells you that, hold on. If we gonna tap into that, we could go to the Bible to where it say, who was it, Jacob? Uh, Jacob went into the mountains and found a man, or, or, or Jacob went in the mountains and created a man. Hold up. Hold up, what it is, hold up. Yeah, we can talk about it. Because even in the Quran, it says Yakub was an African. He was a black scientist who lived 6,600 years ago. And he was the creator of the white race. He is said to have done this through a form of selective breeding referred to as grafting while living on the island of Patmos. The Nation of Islam theology states that Yakub is the biblical Jacob. Because in the Bible, it said Jacob did the same fucking shit. Now, now, my thing is, hold on. My thing is this. History don't lie. It may be plagiarized. It may be cut off at a point in time. But history don't lie. Know thyself. Understand where you come from. Uh, do your research before y'all jump out there. Um, understand that white people would not be working this hard to destroy you if you wasn't something special. Why are they so keen on hiding our history? What is it about our history? That's a question y'all should ask yourself. Why do the white man want to hide my history so bad? Where do I come from that makes it? So you got to understand, like, that the white man, he isn't. He who steals somebody else's. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If you steal another man's life, that means you had. That means that like you didn't have one. Meaning that if you go look at, if you Google the Pope, type in the Pope praying to Black Virgin Mary, and tell me what you think. Why is it that the Pope, which is the closest thing to Jesus, let them tell it? Why is he praying to a black woman? Shouldn't I tell you the black woman is God? I'm talking about a white Pope. Google the Pope kissing feet of Africans. Why is it that the Pope is getting on his old ass 9,000 year old fossil knees kissing the feet of black people? That nigga old as dirt and he getting down on the floor, a yarmulke fall, whatever the fuck that thing on his head is. The little fucking, the little bowl on his head fell on the floor. The little, <laughs> <laughs> little bowl on your shit hit the floor. Why is it that cry? Why is it that the Pope is kissing the feet of black people, kissing their dirty ass shoes? Why? Because he understand who you are. The white man know who you are. You don't know who you are, and that's why y'all look at me like I'm crazy. But that's how he's able to understand their enemy. Because I know who you are, which you don't. Exactly. Half y'all don't want to study the white man and where he come from. Half y'all don't believe me when I say the motherfuckers was the motherfuckers was created out of human blood and sheepskin. Yet white folk are born with tails. See, I could go so much deeper, but I'm not gonna go that deep because a lot of y'all. If y'all want me to go that deep, y'all know where to find me at. And with that being said, I'm gonna take a quick little break. Bump bump this fucking elevator music and I'll be back. All right, I'm back. Anyway, 
Um, <clears throat> I, I just feel like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, move on to the next topic after the whole religion thing. I hope I got my point across with y'all. I hope y'all take this information and do your own research. Those are my contradictions. Those are my views that I pointed out that's wrong with the Bible. I could go deeper into, again, slavery. Should I go deeper into slavery? Or should I just go into another topic? I think we should go into another topic. All right, so I'm going to go into another topic. Um, I'm going to talk about why Zodiac, why why understanding Zodiac signs is good for any relationship. Now, for the people out there that be like, oh, you can't judge every shine like every shine because I'm not like everybody. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you is, stupidy. First of all, understand that you, you got to understand that when it comes down to Zodiac signs, for me, I'm a Gemini. I, I, I understand that I'm not two-faced. I hate when people say that. Y'all don't even know Zodiac signs, but say Gemini. Gemini not two-faced. I will say I am. I have a split personality. I will say that I am indecisive. I will say that I um, I'm, I'm multi-talented. And I know that I'm that I I know that uh, what's the word I'm looking for y'all know I'm a Gemini so you know with that I gotta know how Gemini's are the more I got into Zodiac signs the more I knew how to deal with certain people meaning that you don't hold people to the same flaws but you under but you understand that every sign has certain traits again I could say that cancers are crybabies they are they're very in tune and in touch with their emotions, quote unquote. They some some of them literally are crybabies. Like they really are crybabies. And we can say that most Libras are very. Hmm, a lot of Libras are, and then you got to also look at male versus female because male gem male and female Gemini's are completely different. Female Gemini's, I really think they are just born with mental issues. I think they are literally born crazy, just crazy as hell. Then we can look at female and male Virgos. Male Virgos are very chill, very easy to talk to. Female Virgos are fucking annoying. When I mean annoying, female Virgos are dingy as fuck. They're annoying and just, and just fucking stupid. Like some of them can be very smart, but bro, I've I've rarely had a good encounter with a female Virgo. They are the dumbest group of women I've ever encountered. We could talk about. Tourists, most male tourists are abusive, verbally or physically. Um, I've heard that a hundred different occasions from a bunch of different women. Most women do not like male tourists. Um, we could talk about female tourists. They always caught up in some drama. Like they all, they let me make something clear. Tourists are very fun. They very fun people, but it seems like tourists are very disrespectful, aggressive. Uh, 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 uh. They just react so quick. Yeah, like you can tell, like their sign, the bull, fits their. It fits their personality. Like they react so quickly. You feel what I'm saying? So we could talk about. Mm, Aries. Like we, female Aries, they they tend to victimize 
themselves a lot and they they're fun loving too but they do stupid shit and then play dumb yeah and yeah. The male aries they just they don't take um, shit serious yeah and they um, and they and they lie a whole lot and brag a yeah lot. They, they love to brag um we could talk about female capricorns female capricorns are very sarcastic that which that which their sarcasm becomes annoying their sarcasm becomes very, 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 very fucking annoying. <laughs> no, 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 to the point where you'll like backhand smack the shit out of female Capricorn. Um, male Capricorns, I can say them are some of the hardworkingest motherfuckers I've ever bestowed upon. Male Capricorns. Them niggas will work and save their fuck. Them niggas work. I done seen a motherfucking male Capricorn pull. A ninety-two hour shift, and be fine. Like, bro, you you good? Yeah, I'm good. Like, male Capricorns ain't got no fucking life. They, but they be bitches too, though. Yeah, they got a like. It's, it's, a, it's like they all bark and no bite. Every male Capricorn I run into, them niggas all bark and no bite. Um, um, what else? We can talk about uh, Aquarius. Male Aquarius are cornballs. Them niggas cheesy as fuck. Male Aquarius are cheesy. Chi to the fucking easy. Now, now, let me take it one step further for y'all, because I don't know if I'm moving too fast. But y'all also have to look at, like, you got to look at, okay, so I'm a June Gemini. So, uh, let me pull up my zodiac sign thing real quick. So, we can look at, I'm a June Gemini. Uh, Gemini season ends the 21st of June. So, we'll do it like this, okay? You got to look at what what month you were born. No, hold on. And I'm about to give them that. Two signs you were born in between. So we could look at Sagittarius. It's, no, I don't want to do Sagittarius yet. I want to do Cap, uh, Capricorn. Capricorns are from December the 22nd until January the 19th. That is Capricorn season. Then we go next, we go to Aquarius. That is from January 20th to February the 18th. And then we go to Pisces. That is February 19th to March the 20th. Uh, Pisces, then you have Aries, correct? Yeah, Aries, yeah. We have March 21st to April 19th. That is Aries. And then we had, then after Aries, we have Taurus. Taurus is from April 20th until May 20th. Um, then we have Gemini. Gemini is from May 21st until June 20th. Uh, we got Cancer. We have June 21st until July 22nd. We have bitch-ass Leos from, <laughs> from uh, July 23rd until September. Until August 22nd. So again, Leo's is from July 23rd until August the 22nd. Virgos are from April the 23rd until... I'm sorry, I said April. Forgive me. Virgos are from August the 23rd until September the 22nd. Then we have Libras, which is from September 23rd until... October the 22nd. We have Scorpios from October 23rd until November 21st. 
and then we have Sagittarius. November 22nd until December 21st. Now, I gave y'all all of that because that should help you understand your sign. Um, understand that because certain signs, well, every sign start and end in a month before. So again, like I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm use my sign. Gemini season start in May. May Geminis and June Geminis are completely, uh, they have a lot of similarities, but they different. Like my homie, Sean. Sean is more of a, no, nah, don't do that. It ain't worth it. Don't do that. Come on. Don't do that. It ain't worth it. But then again, he think on shit. He ponder on shit. I'm more of a, no, nah, fuck that shit. Let's go. Let, fuck that. Let's go ride. Like, fuck that. I don't care about no questions. Let's just that fucking oh, what was that shit that they did with the car show? Uh, fucking. Um, <laughs> Please stop watching TV. Fucking no, SpongeBob stop. and Patrick. I'm like that. Like, let's just get into it. So, understand that like the signs is like complete. Like, understand like you're this. You may be of the same sign, but depending on which month you you're born in, you may have a little bit. You may fall. Some people fall on the cusp. Which means if you were born on like May 20th or May 21st, that's the actual cusp. So you're so you're going to have a lot of Taurus traits and a lot of Gemini traits because you're born on the cusp. So that being said, that 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 plays a part in it. Back to my point about why it's good to know the signs before you become friends or because, before you start dating is because. I've been saying you meet a chick, and I say your last chick was a Taurus, and she was disrespectful, always in drama, always had you in drama. Um, she was cheating, you know, sucking dick for lobster tails. Uh, let's just say she was doing all of that, right? And you meet another chick, and you really like her, and you ask her what her sign is. That do not mean don't date that next female. But what it means is, you know what you're... Be cautious. Be cautious. Yeah. So when you start seeing that person doing certain things that your ex did, understand how to maneuver between it. Because again, a lot of signs got similar traits. As far as friendships, I think it's good to have friends of, of different signs. Because, you know, it, all, of, all of us balance each other out. You know, every sign balance each other out. Like, you know, uh, Gemini's and Taurus are really good together. Like, if you got a Gemini and a Taurus friend, be prepared to have a bunch of motherfucking fun. Be prepared to have a bunch of fun. Because Gemini and Taurus know how to have a good time. Um, if you have a Libra and a Capricorn friend, be prepared to be bored. Lead, most Libras are not adventurous. Yeah, like Aquarius. Like no, because Aquarius. See, okay, female Aquarius. I've never dated no fucking male Aquarius, and I don't plan on doing no gay shit like that. But female Aquarius, they are they are open to doing different shit. But if they have the option, they not going to do shit. But they but they are open to. Okay, cool, we can go. And they're not going to be a party pooper, but they're going to be very chill. So don't expect them to go be the life of the party as you would do a Gemini. Most Geminis are the life of the party. Not hyping myself up because I'm a Gemini. I'm very even when it comes to all signs. Um, 
you know, just be prepared for that when dating a female Aquarius. I would say female Aquarius are one of the best signs to date because they're very chill. They're very, uh, they're very smart. They're like sponges. Like they remember every fucking thing. Um, they can have their moments where it's not say their moments. I mean, female Aquarius, I'm, I'm going to tell you the bad about female. Matter of fact, that's what I'm about to do for y'all. I'm about to give y'all the bad and good of every sign. We're going to start with Capricorns first. Okay, Capricorn men, I said they're hardworking. They act like bitches, ladies, ladies and men, whatever your preference is. Um, male, when you're dating a male Capricorn, understand that male Capricorns are hardworking. All they know is work, 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 get money, get money, get money. Now, of course, you have some bum-ass people out there. We're not talking about them. We're talking about the majority. Um, male Capricorns, work, 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 get money, get money, work, work, work. Do nothing with the money, but just hold on to it. Work, 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 get money, hold on to it. Be prepared to have the most boring relationship of your life. Um, but if you need something, if you need, they got you. Hell no, I love your cheap. No, no, if you need. I ain't telling if you want something. If you, like, about to get put out, they got you. They will got you. They got you. But... You know, so that's the thing about male Capricorns. So be prepared to have a very... They, they do not talk about their feelings. Yeah. They rather just be smart towards you. Yeah, they, they don't want to, you know, express how they feel. They'd rather be rude and stonewall like little bitches. Female Aquarius, fellas and ladies, whatever your preference is. When you're dating a female Capricorn, understand that. Be prepared for sarcasm. They work just as hard, but they're not born. Female, female Capricorns are not born at all. They're very cool. They're very open. Um, they ain't fun, but they open the door and shit. Female Capricorns, uh, they are very like, what you what you call it? Like, oh, I'm hungry. Eat some food then. Bitch, I didn't ask you that. I just said I was hungry. Okay, and I'm telling you what to do to, to cure your hunger. I didn't need you to do that. Okay, well, I did it. That type of sarcasm, like, that, that shit becomes annoying. And I don't think they're being smart. They're just sarcastic. And that's why a lot of female Capricorns can't keep a man. Um, moving forward, um, Aquarius, male Aquarius, they cool. They're, like, the niggas smart. Like, them niggas are smart as a whip. They fun as hell. But they got a lot of cornball in them. What I mean by cornball, I'm not saying, like, on some, oh, I don't fuck with them niggas type time. I'm just saying they got a lot of cornball. Like, they cheesy. Like, they corny. But they cool as fuck though. Um, you know, they you know, they they're very smart, intelligent. I've I haven't met one dumb Aquarius, to be honest. Especially a man. Um most of the time they do whatever for some pussy. And I don't know that it's a guy thing, but every male Aquarius I know will bend over backwards and jump through fire for some pussy. Um female female Aquarius, crybabies, manipulative, what? terrible liars. Uh, they like to hold everything in. Um, they can be very stubborn. Don't let them have a like like. Don't let them have more money than you, or be the only one with money. They're going to disrespect the fuck out of you. That is completely true. No, that's completely true. Female Aquarius will do that. A lot of them. Now again, I'm not going through January and February. I'm just going through that little Aquarius. January Aquarius are petty as fuck. I would stay away from a January female Aquarius. I would stay, I repeat, do not date. Do not date a January female Aquarius. February Aquarius, 
yeah, they got the same traits as January, but they're more easygoing. January, I mean, February Aquarius women are way more, they're a lot, they're easygoing. Like, they're more understanding, stubborn, manipulative, crybabies, but they're very easygoing. I would, I would, female Aquarius, 10, 10. I would say, no, I would say 8 out of 10. What? Yeah, I would say, yeah, no, no, I would say 8 out of 10 for female Aquarius. Besides, like, the manipulative and, like, the don't let, like, they won't tell you everything about themselves. Like, they gonna plagiarize some shit before they tell you. All you gotta do is ask. If you don't ask, you're not gonna volunteer. Yeah, okay. Anyway, but anywho, um, male Aquarius, I mean, yeah, they they nigga male Aquarius, from the stories that I got from female friends and the homies that I got this male Aquarius, I would say they dating a male Aquarius would be like a 7 out of 10. I'm going to go back real quick. Dating a female Capricorn, I would say a 5 out of 10. Um, a male Capricorn, I would say a 2 out of 10. Now, moving forward, Pisces men are the biggest fucking cheaters in the world. If you want to be cheated on and then you want them to play victim, date a fucking Pisces. Them motherfucking men are the biggest cheaters. They don't even know why they cheat. They don't even know, they don't even know why they cheat. They just like pussy. They just like pussy, so they cheat. But they are, but they you cool. Gotta catch a male Pisces when he's done with his whole phase. At the age of like 45, 50 is when he's done with his whole phase. Yeah, when he's ready to get married. Yeah, because your daddy and my daddy still out here <laughs> slanging, dangling. I'm sorry, but they are. But anywho, um, yeah, male Pisces are cheaters. They very cool as fuck. Oh, male Pisces men are cool, cool in the fan, man. They cool in the fan. Um, <laughs> um, female Pisces are the biggest freaks. I boy, I think Scorpio is nasty. Oh, would you rate male okay, I'm sorry. Rating the male Pisces the date. If you can get over the cheating shit, I would say seven and a half out of ten. If if you can get over the cheating, male male Pisces are cool as fuck. If you can get over the cheating, um, female Pisces. female Pisces they 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 some nasty, retarded, crazy, crybaby. Lying ass bitches, but they are nasty, boy. If you want you a freak that'll do it in the streets and the sheets, get you a female pace. That's all I got to say about them. Sex game, a freaky game, I would say uh, la, 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 nine out of ten. Other no, than, you wasn't rating sex. Okay. No. Okay, okay, all right, all right. God damn it, sorry. Dating a female Pisces, I would say dating one is like a six and a half out of ten. <laughs> they, they retarded as fuck. Well, that's the six and a half out of ten. Uh, I'm only giving them that extra one and a half for the sex. Um, we got Aries women. Oh my god, Aries women are very. They like to play. They like to do shit, start arguments, start fights, and then play confused. Like what? What did I do? What? What? I didn't do any. What? How did I? Huh? I hate them bitches. I dating one of them is a three out of the fucking one and that is a one out of ten. I would never date an Aries. I fuck around get a. DV charge dating the Aries. Um, they cool. DV charge dating anybody. Yeah, I really would. I'm just very angry. I need to seek help. Um, but like again, female Aries, they cool. Like they, I, I wouldn't date one, but they cool. Like Aries is that sign that really just f- fall under. Like you don't really. They're like Virgos, you don't really care about them. Yeah, like it's like okay, she's Aries. Like you don't really care. Like they're not a very popular sign. So I'm gonna move on. Uh, male Aries, if you want a nigga that's going boast and showboat every fucking accomplishment he do, and if you want a nigga that's going lie and brag every five minutes, get you a male Aries. Um, 
I can say male I can say male Aries dating a male Aries from what I've heard from female friends and women. I can say from my perspective, if I had to rate it, it would be a. Oh, I've heard they abuse. I would say like a two and a half because them niggas, they them niggas got anger issues. A one um, out of ten, and a male Aries is a two out of ten. <laughs> Um, we can move forward to Tauruses. Okay, I broke that down, but I'm gonna break it down again. Male Tauruses, a lot of them are phys- physically and, and mentally abusive. Um, I don't know why, they just, they're very dominant and they're very controlling from what I've heard from male Tauruses. On the brighter side, they're fun. They got great conversation. They cool as up. One of my closest friends is a male Taurus. Um, if I had to rate male tourists dating, I would say a six out of ten, six and a half out of ten, minus the abuse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> minus minus the few scrapes and bruises, I would say a six and a half out of ten. If we're going to discuss female tourists, they they fun. They have a, from what I hear, they have a great, I've never dated a female tourist, and I've dated a female tourist. There's, from what I hear, they have great sex. Um, personality cool as fuck. Just always in some drama. Always either starting some shit or putting themselves in shit. So, fellas, if you don't mind being shot at when you're going to the casino or to the movies, I would say get you a female tourist. Four out of ten. I would say female tourist. Dating-wise, nah. I would have to really say, besides the drama, female tourists are the cool as fuck. I would say like a seven out of ten. No, they yeah. gaslight like a motherfucker, and they manipulative too. Yeah, but they not as bad as but they manipulate, but they manipulate, but they manipulation like female crisis. Um, okay, we're going to Gemini's, my sign. Um, male Gemini's very talented, cool as fuck. Um, you 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 got twenty you got twenty seven different boyfriends, ladies. You don't know if the nigga gonna wake up a poet, if you're gonna wake up a gangbanger, if you're gonna wake up a businessman. You don't know if you're gonna get Malcolm X or if you're gonna get fucking Biggie Smalls, but just know you gonna have fun with a male Gemini. Hold on. I would, let me get to the bed. 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 I, I now, just wanna help you out. That's now, all. we lie a whole fucking lot and we cheat. We are terrible cheaters and we cheat just because we are just very flirtatious. Half the time. Hold, can I finish? Gas lighting. Can I finish? Go ahead and finish. Go ahead. No, sorry. I'll let you go ahead talk. Go ahead. Talk. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm finished. Go ahead. Let me talk. Go ahead. Listen. Um, we are very. We like to cheat because we flirtatious. Half the time we flirt and don't even know why the fuck we flirting. We just flirt. We just flirt with a fucking donkey. We don't care. We just flirt. Man, Jim and I just flirt. I don't know why we just flirt. Um. We do gaslight where we'll, 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 we like to irritate and get on the, once we already, once, once we see we can irritate you, especially if the argument is petty, we're going to irritate the fuck. We're going to add fuel and more fuel and propane and propane accessories to that fire and make that bitch blow. If I had to say, honestly, we're not abusive though. We're not abusive, but we're not, male Geminis are not abusive. What? What? I disagree. Male Gemini, no, don't do that. Male Geminis are not abusive. Moving forward, if I had to say rating dating a male Gemini, to be honest, I would say dating a male Gemini would be a... <laughs> I was going to say a 7 out of 10. I was about to say 10 out of 10, but I'm not going to be biased. I would say dating a male Gemini is a 7 out of 10. 
Female Geminis, if you want to live with Satan, if you want to be abused physically, if you want everything, if you want her to react and spaz the fuck out, and you want to be blamed for everything, everything, even the shit her parents did when she was seven, go get you a female Gemini. Um, They don't cheat, though. They they don't. Female Gemini motherfuckers, they don't. They cool as hell. They don't cheat. Um, They want you when they want you. Then when they don't want you. They don't want you, and when you go do something else, then they want you. So if you want to be confused, yeah, that's a male Gemini too. If you want to be confused and and abused, get you a female Gemini. Dating a female Gemini, I would say what? Three and a half, four. No, I said six out of ten. Hell no, Claudia. Hell no. Yeah, I said six. Christina, hell no. I say a four. They 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 really do make good partners. Not gonna lie, they really do. Okay, they, they, all they right. They communicate very well. All right, I'm, all right. I'm being biased. I give them a six. I was gonna say a four. I'm being biased. I give them a six. God damn it! If you want, okay, cancers, cancer men. If you okay, if you want to be irritated, annoyed, and if, be 50 cent yeah, if you want to date Fifty Cent, go get you a cancer. Um, I say dating a male cancer. Not not fifty cent. I got um but dating a male cancer, they very chill, they funny. Um they they fucking cry babies. Not like Leo cry babies, but they're very in tune with their feelings. Um male cancer's cool. Dating Yeah, they fucking irritate us like shit. Like I think Gemini's a bad. Go get your cancer. Dating a male cancer, I would say uh five out of ten. Female cancer, if you want a business that's gonna cry over everything and complain and blame you just think of a female gemini but not as but just without the physical abuse just always victimizing themselves get you a female cancer i would say dating a female cancer if you got the patience i would only say a six and a half out of ten if you got the patience for that crybaby bullshit um we got leo leo men you got three different types of leo men you have the leo men that's just straight fucking crybaby bitches and when then you got straight Leo men that's just crybaby bitches in a relationship. My big homie a Leo. That that nigga the hardest thing walking the streets. But but in a relationship, that nigga a little crybaby bitch. Um Um male Leos are cool. They manipulate. They manipulate. yeah, they do. Uh but they cool. Dating a male Leo, I would say Three out of ten dating a male Leo. Honestly, the positive side they cool. Male Leos are very they prissy. Male Leos act like bitches. Like I'm sorry, I got Leo homies. You niggas act like bitches sometimes, bro. Like y'all just be real bitch like. And I ain't even trying to go hard on y'all, but it's like just some softies. Like shut the fuck up. Like prissy sissy sissy poo. Like god damn. You feel me? Um, that's what I would just say. You know, male Leos are like um, female Leos. They're they're controlling. They're liars. Uh, if you want somebody to, if you want to date somebody who really like likes to lie a lot, if you want to date a real bad liar, fuck that. If you want to date a really bad liar. Get you a fucking Leo. Female Leo with terrible liars. Um, dating a female Leo, 
Unless, because male tourists and female Leos go well together. Um, because they become very submissive for their male tourists. So if you if you're a tourist man, date your Leo. For tourist men, female Leo, ten out of ten. For anybody else trying to date a female Leo, I give female Leos a five and a half out of ten. Um, Virgo women, dingy as fuck. I don't like them. I'm going to be biased. Fuck them. Don't date you no Virgo women. Vir- and I'm going to move past that. That's just my biased opinion. I hate them bitches. Um, male Virgos, they are very calm. They have no emotion. Um, if you're looking for somebody that's going to react, don't get you a male Virgo. If you're looking for someone who don't give a fuck, okay. Let me let me let me let me rephrase that. If you're looking for someone who's going to react to you, don't get a male Virgo. If you want someone who don't give a fuck about shit, get you a male Virgo. If you want somebody that's very grounded, get you a male Virgo. That being said, male Virgos, I would rate them dating a male Virgo. I would say, from what I've heard, I'm very, I'm, I'm conflicted between that because I've heard some women say they're the worst to date. I've heard some women say they're cool to date. So, if I'm basing my personal opinion, I've never dated no male Virgo. But if I had to really just be fair and honest, straight down the board, I say dating a male Virgo seven out of ten. A female Virgo, do not date. Keep moving. Fuck her. Um, Libras, male Libras are boring as fuck. Um, half the time. Male Libras really don't even have shit to do. They just whatever, man. Okay, cool. We can do that. Cool. No problem. Okay, cool. Sure. Um, a couple of my closest, bestest friends are Libras. So they cool as fuck. Dating a Libra, if you want a nigga that, if you, if you want to, okay, yeah, sure, bae. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, bae, yeah, bae, yeah, yeah, bae, yeah. If you want that type of nigga, get you a Libra. I say dating a Libra for women, 9 out of 10. Um, female Libras are very unbalanced. They're crazy as fuck. If you want a bitch that's going to love you and stab you at the same time, get you a female Libra. Um, dating a female Libra, I would say 7 out of 10. They ain't bad. And when they're not stabbing you, they're not bad. Uh, female Scorpios, male Scorpios, them niggas bitches, bro. Like they ain't Leo bitches, but them niggas act horrid and then be some straight pussy ass niggas. But they cool as shit. And most of the male Le- uh, Scorpios I know, like them niggas flies a motherfucker. Dating a male Scorpio, if, if you want to fuss all the time, get you a male Scorpio. They cool. Um, Male Scorpios, they fly, great conversation, they people persons, they dope as fuck, from what I hear. Um, get your male Scorpio, dating a male Scorpio, I would say uh, six out of ten. Um, female Scorpios, they freaky as fuck. Um, they're very open to a lot of shit. They're people persons, they're very open. If you, want somebody, if you want somebody that's going to talk your head off, get you a female Scorpio. Dating a female, beside the controlling part and the manipulate and them motherfucking being manipulative, I say dating a female Scorpio, for me personally, 
I would say a three out of ten, but non-biased. I would say six out of seven out of ten for female Scorpio. Sagittarius women, I have a besides Aquarius, I have a thing for Sagittarius women. I personally would say uh nine out of ten dating a Sagittarius. If you want the total opposite of Gemini, meaning that females that female Sagittarius are fun, outgoing, they lit, etc. Like just all around ball of fun. But crybabies too low key. Get you a female Sagittarius. I say nine out of ten for a female Sag. Um a male Sag. Them niggas, they like to argue a lot. Like little girls. Like male sad just like to argue like girls. Like they really like to argue like little girls, but they cool too. They, you know, like they down to earth people. Dating the male sad, I would say five out of ten. With that being said, I wrapped up Virg um Zodiac signs. Um I appreciate y'all for listening. Yeah, I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, I got another special episode coming for y'all tomorrow night. This is the one that y'all been asking for. This is for Corey. This is for Akeem. This is for Jermaine. This is for Sean. This is for all my supporters. I fuck with y'all. This is for Keenan. I rock with y'all. Um, keep on supporting me, and I'm going to keep on giving y'all dope content. I'd be glad one of you bitch-ass niggas finally stop bluffing and jump on here and become a guest. But until then, peace and a bucket of hair grease. And uh, what did the fuck you tell me say? Hey!